0: Hello, my name is Isaac Keith Martinez, and welcome to Isaac's Haunted Beard. Today, we are going to talk about some movie highlights from the summer of 2022. Now, according to the calendar, the last day of summer is officially September 22nd. But for the sake of this conversation, I am counting summer as June, July, and August. So that's it. Starting on June 1st, ending on August 31st. <laughs> so um, I've done episodes like this in the past, and I usually start it by revealing how many movies i watched. For instance, I might say, for the record, in the summer of 2022, I watched 20 kabillion movies. <laughs> well, I did not watch 20 kabillion movies. Now for my regular listeners, you may recall that I'm actually watching less movies this year than usual because I'm doing a focus on TV. I'm watching a lot of TV shows that I'm catching up on from streaming platforms, from broadcast television, from cable, from my own personal collection of DVD box sets. and. I'm really knocking them out of the park. I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm watching so many shows, like every single day, there's a different, uh, not only like, is there a different show to watch every day, but there's usually like a couple of shows that I watch uh, each day. Now, um, I still find time to watch movies because I love movies. And I have to admit that as a movie lover, I am a little, I feel a little guilty that I'm not watching as many movies as usual, but I also feel happy and proud that I'm finally checking so many titles off my TV watching list that have just been there forever. So I'll tell you what I'll do before I tell you about some of the highlights from my movie watching adventures of summer of 2022. Let me just go down this list. I wrote on, I wrote down a list of the different TV shows that I watched in the past three months. Uh, some of them I'm still watching. Okay. So um, they are Tales from the Crypt, Three's Company, Sanford and Son, Ms. Marvel, Only Murders in the Building, Sweet Home, Stranger Things, Obi-Wan Kenobi, What We Do in the Shadows, Kung Fu Panda, Dragon Knight, Resident Evil, Cuphead Show, and Reservation Dogs. So, um, if you're curious about any of those shows hit me up on Twitter and strike up a conversation with me and I'll let you know my opinion about about the show. But, um, there's no show on that list that I didn't like. So, uh, one way or another, I, I give it a thumbs up. They're all good stuff. Now, um, as far as the movies that I watched in the summer of 2022, uh, It's funny how I keep mentioning the year, which uh, may sound weird now, but who knows? Maybe someone's listening to this episode in the future, and it's very significant (laughs) what year I'm talking about. Um, But um, what I was going to say was, you know, I looked over my calendar and I noticed that most of the movies that I watched weren't like like obscure. Uh, in fact, many of them are probably a lot of the same movies that you you guys watched. Um, movies that were new releases. They premiered over the summer on various streaming platforms. Um, I noticed a lot of people talking about them on Twitter. And I'm not really going to talk about those movies. But I will tell you some of the ones that I saw that I'm pretty sure either you saw or at least you know about. Um, but yeah... Um, I did see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which I liked. I liked the first one better, but I did like it. And, uh, you know, clearly they're gonna do a third film. And I feel like a lot, like like a lot of the part twos, um, part two will probably play better later. Like when you revisit it after part three, because typically part twos serve as a really good bridge between the first and the third film. Um, I watched Ambulance, the Michael Bay film, which I did like. Um, I I found it interesting that it it was a very popular release. It was so popular that people seem to rewrite history about how they feel about Michael Bay, because um, (laughs) I know (laughs) that when Michael Bay first entered the scene, he, you know, it was kind of exciting, this very stylish action filmmaker. And then he started making the Transformers movies, and everyone turned on him. It's like, ooh, boo, Michael Bay stinks. But um, Ambulance came out, and people loved it so much that people started celebrating Michael Bay on Twitter. And, like, I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm all for positivity in the film community. I just found it a little funny that it got a. Um, the hate <laughs> from Michael Bay that I was so used to seeing for so many years uh, being linked to the Transformers franchise uh, just kind of vanished, which is, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all for people, you know, being happy, <laughs> being excited about 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 something or someone. And uh, you know something? Um, I'm going to admit something to you. I actually like the first three Transformers movies. I I, I didn't like the fourth one, and because of that, I didn't watch the fifth one. But I did watch Bumblebee, which is a prequel, and I liked that one. And of those first three Transformers movies, the second one, Revenge of the Fallen, which is I've noticed regarded as the worst of the franchise, is actually my favorite. And I'm not going to um, explain why. Just go with it. I watched Spider Man no way home finally (laughs) when i say finally um i don't i don't i don't watch movies in the theater not anymore i've kind of given up on theaters and um i watch movies for the first time when they're introduced on streaming streaming platforms um or in this case um with spider-man no way home on blu-ray and i liked it uh i didn't love it but I did like it, and of the of the Spider-Man trilogy featuring Tom Holland, um, you might find this kind of weird as my choice for my favorite of the three. But I I think Spider-Man: Far From Home, the second film, is my favorite of that trilogy. I just really enjoyed Spider-Man's like field trip adventures with his classmates. I I thought it was a funny, fun movie and. I I revisited the first and the second film again this summer b- before going into No Way Home, and um, I found no I found Far From Home just really fun this time. Like I did, I, I liked it a lot the first time too, but just even more fun. <laughs> um, I watched. Speaking of MCU, I watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness which i you know really enjoyed um i thought sam raimi the director did a really really great job that's an interesting segue huh um going from spider-man no way home to doctor strange and the multiverse of madness not because they're both marvel films but because sam raimi directed doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and sam raimi directed the original spider-man trilogy with toby Maguire. And you're like uh that's interesting <laughs> sure dude whatever all right i also watched beavis and butthead do the universe and i'm very happy that beavis and butthead are back i'm a fan i didn't a podcast episode about beavis and butthead do america and i will tell you this i think beavis and butthead do the universe is even funnier than beavis and butthead do america so If you are a fan of that duo and you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? (laughs) It's on Paramount+. Plus. I watched The Gray Man and I liked it. It was a very expensive looking, uh, stylish action movie. And I think Netflix intends for it to be a franchise, which if they do, and I'm all for it. I liked it enough to go, yeah, by all means, give me some sequels. But um, if they do, I hope it's not... I hope The Grey Man isn't the, the name of the franchise. In other words, I hope that the second film's not just called The Grey Man 2 or The Grey Man Part 2. I hope each film in the franchise has a different title, because I don't think The Grey Man is like um, a great uh, title for a franchise. It just doesn't seem exciting. But if the intention is to make the gray man, like the new James Bond, then make the second film have a different title. Kind of like how the first James Bond film isn't called James Bond, and the second film is called James Bond 2. First film is called Dr. No. Second film is called From Russia With Love, and so on and so forth. So yeah, sign me up. I'll watch a bunch of gray man movies. I watched Lightyear and I liked it. (laughs) Um, Here's something that I will admit to you. I don't really like the Buzz Lightyear character, or more more specifically, I don't really like the Buzz Lightyear character within the context of the Toy Story franchise, which seems really silly because I understand the dynamic between Woody and Buzz and how they play off of each other. I'm just saying that Okay. So I've observed that Buzz Lightyear is a very popular character. I've always noticed that people seem to like him more than Woody. I've always been team Woody. I think Woody is adorable and funnier. And I, I prefer Woody I'm a big Woody fan. Having said that I will admit something that might seem strange to you. I actually prefer the Buzz Lightyear character in the movie Lightyear than in the Toy Story franchise. So (laughs) there you go. Um, I watched uh, Orphan First Kill, which is the prequel to Orphan, which is bananas. I loved it. Um, I liked Orphan. I've liked Orphan ever since uh, it first came out in 2009. I was really surprised that they were doing a prequel, but um, it's really good and if you can avoid spoilers please do because there are some twists and turns and they're pretty shocking and uh it's just it's a a very satisfying horror film uh, one of the most hyped movies of the summer from paul thomas anderson was licorice licorice pizza i finally saw that and i noticed on twitter that People were very vocal about either loving it or hating it. There seemed to be no in-between. And, believe it or not, and I know you will believe it, I neither loved it nor hated it. I thought it was just okay. Leaning towards good. You know, like, if, if, if okay is the middle point between, you know, liked it or disliked it, then, then I picked liked it. But I didn't love it. Uh, there are some PTA films I like way more than this one. But, you know, I thought it was just okay. Um, my favorite parts of the film had nothing to do with the um, the main characters. I liked some of the more smaller um, side characters that were introduced throughout the film that just had like kind of like little moments in the movie here and there. Like I liked the Bradley Cooper character a lot. I like the Sean Penn character. Um, and then the leads, eh, not as interested in that. Like they're okay, I guess. But um, I wasn't like fully... Wrapped up in their story, like with with romantic films, for me, my opinion is, um, I'm I'm most happy when I'm invested in the relationship, like when I want the two people to get together by the end of the film. And if I find that I don't really care, then it's, then I'm kind of checked out, which is kind of how I felt about Licorice Pizza. And finally, of the big releases of the summer. Uh, like a bunch of you, I watched I watched Prey, the new film in the Predator franchise, and I loved it. And I did something with Prey that I rarely do with movies these days. Something I did with movies a lot when I was much younger, but these days, uh, not so much as I watched it twice. Yeah, I liked it so much I watched it again. <laughs> so... uh I don't need to sell you on Prey because I feel like of all the movies I just named dropped, Prey is the one that you definitely watched because I did notice on Twitter a lot of love going around for Prey, which made me feel really good. Now, being that it was the summer and I am a dork, I do dorky things like I watch movies um, <laughs> with uh, the theme of the film being summer. Or movies with the word summer in the title which are you know movies that I watch every summer which includes summer school and one crazy summer but something that I threw into the mix that I didn't ever did before was Good Burger you think about this Good Burger takes place in the summer it takes place during the summer vacation because it starts on the last day of school and then Kenan has to get a summer job so Good Burger is a summer movie, and I think that Good Burger is a movie that I will start to incorporate into my summer repertoire uh, more often. Yeah, might be a new tradition for me. Good Burger is really funny. When was the last time you watched Good Burger? I was sitting through it, sitting through it again, and I've always liked it. But I was think- I found myself thinking, "Man, this movie is so like." it's not only funny, but it's like, it's kind of weird. And um, especially for like a kid's film. And it's uh, it's very creative, it's very endearing. And I have noticed that it does have a very loyal audience. Um, it's almost kind of a cult classic, but I also feel like it's kind of like inching its way out of the cult classic a uh, category and almost becoming a bona fide classic, which it deserves to be. It's really, it's a really special film. And finally I watched, um, I know what you did last summer and I still know what you did last summer. Now, um, I never saw, I know what you did last summer back when it first came out. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking for some reason that it didn't appeal to me. So I avoided it. And I, I saw it for the very first time. I, I want to say like a year or two ago, and, it, and when I finally watched it, I'm like, oh, it's much it's better than I thought it was going to be. And I'm happy that I watched it um, years later versus when it first came out. Because I have a feeling I would have been more hard on it when it first came out. But um, it's okay. You know, um, it takes place on the 4th of July. And I, I didn't watch it on the 4th of July. I watched Jaws on the 4th of July like I usually do. But... Um, uh, it's, it came out in 1997 and then the beginning of the movie, it's 1997. And then it says on the screen one year later, and then the rest of the movie takes place in, uh, you know, 1998, right? And then, um, the sequel, I still know what you did last summer. It's like, then it says like one year later. So you're assuming, okay, so this is 1999. But then like some, I'm pretty sure at some point during the movie, they say it was 1998. So that's a mistake that I noticed. And um, I didn't like. I still know what you did last summer. It just it didn't work for me. And I'm curious if it works for you. Are there any fans out there of the sequel? I still know what you did last summer. Um, I'm curious. Let me know on Twitter if you like. I still know what you did last summer. There is a third film in the. I know what you did last summer franchise or trilogy, I guess it's called, I'll I'll always know what you did last summer. And it is a direct to video sequel and it is not related to the first two films. So it's a standalone sequel. And I have no interest in seeing that. Now this year was the 40th anniversary of one of my favorite movies, ET the extraterrestrial. And I did watch it in June on the date that it was originally released back in 1982. And, um, you know, E.T. starts in October. And as you remember, they show the kids go trick or treating with E.T. And that alone is enough to kind of consider it like a Halloween movie. And if you like to watch movies during October, to celebrate the Halloween season, but you're not into horror films, you might watch movies like Ernest, Scared, Stupid, or Hocus Pocus, and you may want to consider throwing E.T., the extraterrestrial, into the mix, because that's kind of a Halloween film, don't you think? You know what I saw for the first time in my entire life? A franchise I had been avoiding since it first came out the hunger games franchise earlier this year i had acquired all four films on blu-ray it was a gift kind of like i don't want to like bore you with the details but it was one of those things where it's like hey someone i know didn't want these anymore and they gave it to me and i don't want them so i'll give them to you and i looked at them and went well i don't really want them Maybe I'll figure out what to do with them, like sell them or give them away or just, I just immediately dismissed it because I immediately dismissed this franchise when they first came out. Because like a lot of people, I, being a fan of the Japanese film Battle Royale, had um, dismissed it as a ripoff of the Battle Royale film where uh, students have to uh, participate in a competition where they have to murder each other and the last student standing is the winner and i was not into that but you know some time has has uh passed and i i feel i've kind of gotten over it and i thought about something that i had always said and I, i do believe what i'm about to share with you is i believe a rip off. If you do believe that an artist ripped off another artist, whether it was through a movie or through music, anyway, someone when I'm just going to do my version of something that that person did and kind of like pass it off on my own. Um, a lot of people can't forgive that person, but I personally find that I am very forgiving if the rip off is good. <laughs> if they were inspired to do their take on something that someone else did and what came out of them is also good. then I'm willing to, um, accept it as, as something else that I could enjoy. That's from that, you know, um, that world. (laughs) Uh, so I was wondering, well, what if, what if I might like these movies? Like, am I doing myself a disservice, by never watching them? I should at least give them a try. So I watched the hunger games, the hunger games, catching fire, the Hunger the hunger games, Mockingjay part one and the hunger games, Mockingjay part two. And wouldn't you know it? I actually liked them. I thought they were really good. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like them, but I liked them. Go figure. I was considering even doing an episode where I explained why I liked them, like to review them. And then I changed my mind and I feel like by bringing this up. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because of the timing. Cause I watched it during the summer, but I still feel like I'm bringing it up without really explaining why I like them. And I don't really have time to explain it cause I want to move on to the next, uh, movies that I want to talk about, but I just want to say, I like the Hunger Games now. So I guess my dorkiness is getting dorkier by the second. Now I did watch Jaws on the 4th of July, which, Inspired me to do what I always do and that is watch the rest of the Jaws movies including Jaws 2 Jaws 3d and Jaws the Revenge You know this if you're a regular listener because I did a podcast episode on Jaws 3d this past summer and I thought hey, I should watch a bunch of shark movies and um, I didn't <laughs> I was gonna watch the Blue Sea, C and I was gonna watch perhaps some of the Sharknado films Which I'm actually a fan of or just whatever I can get my eyeballs on and I ended up not doing it, but I did manage to watch at least one shark film and that is a film called, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Tintorera from the year 1977. And it was like, not what I expected it. I just expected, expected it to be like a, like a Jaws rip off. And I guess that was the original intention. That was the inspiration to create the film. But what it's really about is it's about two guys who are shark hunters that end up sharing a girlfriend. And sometimes it's about the two guys hunting sharks. But most of the time, it's just about this triangular sexual relationship. But by the way, there's a tiger shark on the loose. And that's what it's about. Like there's 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 sharks eating people, but then there's a lot of like, you know, let's make love. You know, it's like, it's kind of weird. But, you know, it was just weird enough for me to enjoy it. So, yeah, that's the the one shark film that I managed to watch that wasn't part of the Jaws franchise. You know, the main character whose name is Steven in the film Tintorera, he's played by an actor named Hugo Stiglitz, which I found very interesting because Hugo Stiglitz is the name of a character in Quentin Tarantino's film Inglorious Bastards. Um, This movie is 85 minutes long, but supposedly there's a version that's 126 minutes long. And I have, no, I found no proof that that move, that version actually exists. Like if you try and track down, uh, any copy of this film, it's always at 85 minutes. And then I thought, I mean, who wants to sit through 126 minutes of Tintorero? Even the 85 minutes is like, it almost wears out. It's welcome. It's, it's just long enough. <laughs> so another film that I watched that I thought was really interesting was a film called John and the Hole from the year 2021. John is a young teen or tween that lives a pretty comfortable life. His family seems quite well-to-do. One day, for reasons never explained, in the middle of the night, he puts his father, his mother, and his sister in a hole in the backyard and keeps them captive. And it's one of those movies that I feel a lot of people would think potentially might find boring or they might find it find it unsatisfying cuz there's no real resolution and even i was a little perturbed by it but i found that this movie really stuck with me and i kept thinking about what i sat through like it makes me feel a lot of um makes me feel a lot of ways makes me feel a lot of emotions and uh i feel like it's a it's a, it's a really good film and it's something that i would recommend for the right audience but it's not a movie for all audiences. But if that sounds even slightly intriguing, seek it out. You know what I watched for the very first time that you might find uh, surprising because it's a popular film that a lot of people have seen already? It's from the year 1995, Major Pain. Now, my good friend Kylie Five fox is a big fan of Major Pain, as, as a lot of you might be, and she recommended it to me. And I watched it for the very first time. There's a lot of kids' movies from the 90s that I have not seen. Um, It's a time in my life where um, I felt like I was too old for kids' movies, so I kind of avoided them. But I'm, I'm starting to slowly watch a lot of those movies that I missed out on. And as you know, Damon Wayans plays the title character, a military officer who gets discharged, can't adjust to civilian life, and ends up becoming a leader to a group of ROTC students in a prep school. And I liked it. It was funny, and what made it work for me was Damon Wayne's commitment to the character. He plays it so over the top, and that performance is so consistent for the entire film that I just bought into it, and I got sucked into it, and I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was really interesting that um, it's the only kids' movie I've ever seen in my life that has two live crew in the soundtrack, because there's a scene where, where you can hear the song Pop That Coochie playing. So finally, the last movie I want to bring up today in our conversation is the film called Coherence from the year 2013. Eight friends are having a dinner party when a power outage occurs. Every house in the neighborhood has lost power except one. Two of the guests travel to the house that has power to ask to use their phone. When they return, they reveal two the rest of their friends, that the house with the power was an exact duplicate of their house. And everyone in that house were alternate version of themselves. And this terrifies them, as it should. And I actually found this movie quite scary. And this movie is proof that you can be, in my opinion, scary without being graphically violent. Um, This is a film worth seeking out. Of all the movies that I talked about today, I think I'd highly recommend this one over all others just because it's so unique and so smart. And there you go. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to me babble. I, I I am admitting to you. I know I say that a lot, but I'm 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 owning it. I recognize there was a lot of babbling done today. It was just me kind of like you know, uh, and it's not 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 so much me being eloquent. I don't know if I'm ever regarded as eloquent, but today was not an example of that. But I still hope you had fun. That is a small example of me trying to like spit out as much information as possible in a brief period of time about all the stuff that I watched in the summer of 2022. Thank you for spending time with me and listening to me babble. I really appreciate it. Please take care of yourself and each other. Until next time, aloha.